This is episode 57 with Cord Angelucci. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What's up, what's up, men of abundance? We have yet another amazing and abundant leader on the line today. And before we bring Cord out, of course, you know, I always have a few announcements. And I'm telling you, there has been so many changes with men of abundance over the last couple of weeks. You may or may not know, but I brought on a coach. Yeah, that's right. I have a coach. I always talk about the importance of having a coach. And I wanted to take this podcast and the Men of Abundance community to a completely new level. And the only way to do that, in my mind, based on all of the abundant leaders that I've talked to already, is to get a coach for that specific area that you want to work on. And I have quite a few areas that I need to work on, as many of us do. So I've got a coach working with me for my personal branding, both on and offline and helping me with this podcast. So you're going to start seeing some changes. You're going to see some changes in my intro and my outro. You're going to see some changes in my social media and what I'm doing with my social media. That's really going to enhance the whole experience for all of you. That's ultimately what it's all about. Now, the main reason why I reached out to this coach was because a few people have been contacting me and asking me for my time to coach them in living a life of abundance and to change their mindset from one of scarcity to a mindset of abundance. To be quite honest with you, while I am living a life of abundance in my own right, I was not sure I was going to be able to put a program together to properly coach these individuals and feel like I was doing the right thing by them. So I reached out to a coach. I reached out to someone who develops coaching programs and she is helping me develop a coaching program that is going to greatly benefit these individuals who have already reached out to me and possibly you. One thing I can tell you right now is who this coaching program would be for. And it may surprise you. It certainly did me, quite frankly, as I started looking into the individuals who are contacting me. The men who are contacting me to get coaching, and by the way, I'm only going to be working with men. Sorry, ladies. The men who have contacted me so far for this specific type of coaching are already successful in their own right. They've already built businesses. They've already done some very amazing things. They have residual income. They just have a scarcity mindset and they want to take their life to the next level and they know that they want to live an abundant lifestyle. So obviously I'm very excited to put a program together so that I can help these individuals live a true life of abundance. Now that doesn't mean to say that Anybody who is not successful in your own mind, and I'll tell you that in most cases you are very successful, more so than you already think you are. But if you can realize an abundant lifestyle before you see the success, the financial, the personal, the professional success that you seek in your life, I assure you, you're going to have a much better ride than the other way around. So many men that I've talked to get very, very successful in their business and in their finances, but have no fulfillment whatsoever in their life. That's where I come in. That's where a program called Living Your Life of Abundance would be important to you. So if that is you, go to menofabundance.com forward slash coaching. 
and get on the waiting list. When this program is ready and I open it up to the public, I assure you I'm only going to work with a few people at a time. So go to menofabundance.com forward slash coaching and get on the waiting list. But until then, you can always continue listening to this podcast and get on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash men of abundance. Of course, I will drop that link along with the link for our private Facebook group in the show notes at menofabundance.com forward slash 057. All right, let's get Cord out here. You're going to love this one. Now, you're quickly going to be able to see why I wanted to bring Cord onto the Men of Abundance podcast and introduce him to all of you because Cord has been coaching children in sports since 1995. He is doing some amazing things with these young kids. Now, Cord was diagnosed with dyslexia, dyslexia, and there's my dyslexia in there, and I was actually dyslexic when I was a kid as well, and I didn't even realize it until I had my own boys. They were dealing with it, and once I was looking at what their symptoms were, so-called symptoms, uh, I realized I went through the same thing when I was in school, so I had a very good conversation with Cord because of that. Of course, just like with myself and my boys, Cord struggled in school and his grades suffered as well. As a result of those struggles, the feeling of being a failure academically resulted in a low self-esteem, being less social, and his growing anxiety caused frequent migraines. Although Cord struggled in the classroom, he excelled in sports at a very young age and was proud when he received positive feedback from coaches and the community. Cord later went on to attend Hofstra University, graduating with a BA in philosophy, an MA in physical education, and an advanced graduate certificate in applied behavior analysis. So obviously Cord's so-called disability did not hold him back academically at all. Cord, welcome to Men of Abundance, man. Hey, Wally. How you doing? I'm doing great. Where are you at in the world? I am uh, in Long Beach, Long Island, New York, um, and uh, it's a beautiful place for uh, just getting away from the city and kind of having a laid-back beach town uh, just 40, 30, 40 minutes away from Manhattan. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. That sounds nice. I know it's getting ready to get pretty darn cold there this time of year, though. Not exciting. The sun's going down earlier, and uh, <laughs> it's starting to get cold finally. <laughs> I like the little chill, the little the little bite in the morning sometimes. I haven't had that in a long time, though. But um, I do like that, but when it starts snowing, it's just not as romantic as they make it out to be. Yeah, it's not Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly not. And I know because I I'm lived in... I'm just jealous. Yeah, well, the only time I ever lived in the snow was when I lived three years in Germany, and I, I literally, literally lived in the snow. I mean, I woke up would sleep on the on the ground and wake up you know with three four five six inches of snow over the top of me uh not a fun deal to drive in either that's amazing uh you were in germany for the service yeah i was yeah i was in the army um, back then well thank you for serving and that's that's pretty amazing did you like your time in germany we did actually um i'll have to say that my family was in germany i spent more time in the Balkans and in an area of Germany called Grafenholmfelds where it's basically a, a training area for the military. So my family was in Baumholder, but yeah, you know, we enjoyed the region. We really, we really like that area of the world. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so I like to start the show off basically the same way I start pretty much every morning, which is with an attitude of gratitude. What do you have to be grateful for yep. today, Cord? I think it's just uh, as simple as being happy about my health. Um, having freedom, something we take, you know, for granted, um, having people 
that love and appreciate me and um, being able to serve people with uh, my mission of helping uh, children be proud, have confidence, and be strong. And uh, it's, it's, I'm just lucky to um, go through this journey that's sometimes difficult, but um, it's always rewarding. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, to say that the children are our future is, you know, an understatement, but it's the way that children are brought up at an early age and the influences that they have that truly makes our communities and and who they are as they grow older and how they treat other people. So I've seen what you're doing. I really, really love what you're doing. In fact, let's go ahead and get into that. I gave a very short bio be, just before we got started here and talk a little, little bit about you, but I really want to hear a little bit more about you because we like to get to know the person behind the greatness and you're doing amazing things. So let's little, hear just a little bit about you and uh, let's get a little bit personal. Thanks, Wally. Um, so basically, I, um, you know, just like all little guys that start kindergarten and they're um, very ambitious to learn and ask questions and curious, everyone's raising their answers and um, no one's really scared of being judged or wrong. And then in a few um, short months, they're kind of, uh, they conform and, and they kind of get a little scared and they realize that they have the wrong answers. And um, that's probably in first or second grade when I realized that uh, things, learning wasn't as simple as for, as for me as, as it was for other children. And um, I had ADD and I had dyslexia. And um, I realized that a lot of my success and my confidence wasn't going to come as a result of going to school. Um, and school is a large part of every child, and that's how most children get measured is by tests and exams. And, you know, um, parents uh, focus on that one F or that one D and not the two A's. And, um, you know, my mission is to uh, find children's God-given talent and for parents to hone it. I think education comes from home, and I think it's important to embrace all the talents that our, our children have. I also think it's important for parents to model good behavior. Um, children don't really listen to words. They listen to actions, and they model their parents. Um, the last uh, podcast that I listened to that you published um, with uh, Jay Papison, I think, and I read his book, uh, a couple of his books, um, it was great because I, I love how the children see you working out, you're working out hard, and they want to be part of that. And it's very bonding. And that's like a lifestyle change um, that they're going to pivot, and then they're going to do that with their kids. And that goes on for generations. So I, I love that. And, um, you know, for me, it was very difficult getting uh, through school. Um, you know, flying tests, uh, failing tests with flying colors wasn't a good time. And I really um, gained all my confidence through playing sports, especially soccer and ice hockey. Yeah, you bring up some very good points, and we could go chapter after chapter and episode after episode on this subject alone because I'm very passionate about how our children learn, how my children learn. Um, I didn't do well in school. I was never diagnosed with ADHD. I was never diagnosed with um, dyslexia, though as I had my own children, I have a 22-year-old, a 17-year-old, and a 7-year-old. My 22-year-old was unbelievable in school and when I mean unbelievable I mean not good <laughs> we I mean <laughs> starting with preschool they were calling us and saying you got to come get this kid and yeah. he was you know teachers wanted to diagnose him with ADHD and all this other stuff and 
we, you know, we took him to get, you know, by recommendation from the school, we took him to get professionally, you know, uh, diagnosed, and they said he's a rambunctious young man. Leave him alone, you know, let him do his thing, figure out other ways to channel his energy. And I'm not against, I'm not completely against, you know, the the um, pharmaceuticals assistance that some kids have had because I've seen it work. But we just yeah. knew that our kid wasn't, that wasn't us. What I saw, I saw in him, I saw me in him. And I saw his frustration, I felt his frustration. And now he's doing amazing things. It's just wonderful that, you know, you recognize that and what you're doing with the kids. So let's talk a little bit more about that. What exactly are you doing? I've seen you, you know, you're working out with the kids. And what specific children are you working with? Um, so my history, um, I go, you know, even though I wasn't a big fan of school, I ended up going to college for philosophy. And then I continued on with uh, going to grad school for physical education. And there was no teaching jobs. And then I continued going back to college and spend more money um, to get um, certified to be a behavior analyst. And um uh, develop strategies for parents and for teachers to um, improve behavior in schools and at home. And I really did love that. Um, when I was doing that, I was working with a lot of children with special needs. And um, uh, I still work with, you know, a small percentage of children like that. Um, I like working with children that um, just need a little con- confidence boost, um, whether it's they're really, maybe they're really smart and they have two left feet. Um, a child's not going to be made fun of for getting a 40 on a math test, but they will if they can't kick a kickball at recess. So I think it's very important, especially for boys, to have um, that social um, confidence to go out there and um, to run around and have fun. Um, it's just it's very important to me. So I, I think, it again, right now I work with mostly kids who... Um, just lack need a little confidence in sports. Uh, most of my stuff is through sports. Um, a lot of people don't have a lot of sports skills. So I also implement working out and agility drills. And I think that's something that, you know, that's just that just comes down to doing it. If you if you do your workouts, you're going to get confidence. It doesn't come overnight. It could take two, three weeks. But eventually, after, you know, two, three weeks of that, if you don't do that workout, you're going to feel like you're missing something that day. And um, I know that I am most efficient after I get a good workout in in the morning. And I listened to the Tom Schwab interview, and I really do believe in um, a morning routine that is super important. I've just implemented that in my life in the last year. And um, I'm part of the Iron Sharpens Iron community uh, with Aaron Walker. Aaron Walker is what they say. I'm from New York, so I say it different. And um, and Tom Schwab, and ever since being in that community starting last January, uh, my life has taken a significant ter- turn for the better. Yeah, that's a wonderful community. I was actually just on video chat one on one with Aaron Walker. I always say Aaron too, and I'm used to saying Aaron. And every time I talk to him, I have to catch myself and say Aaron because he's big A. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's what I call him, so I don't get in trouble. Exactly. He's an amazing, amazing man. And, uh, no, absolutely right. And, you know, what you say about confidence in, in exercise with the children, the same is true with adults as well, because I've worked with a lot of adults uh, in health and fitness and building their, you know, helping them with their health and fitness, nutrition, and just getting moving and doing stuff. And I always see every single time somebody who, not everybody's lacking the confidence, but most people gain much more confidence 
the day they start working out, like that day, it, as long as I don't break them off, you know, and, and make it too difficult to where it completely, uh, like I was just talking with a um, gentleman this morning, in fact, who I just got him started with a very intense workout, and uh, he messaged me and said, I'm a little discouraged, and I said, don't be, man, you're just getting started, but most people, they gain confidence, like, really quickly as soon as they start working out. Yeah, absolutely. Um I can't say enough about it. I think it's one of those things uh, where you're going outside of your comfort zone. Whatever your comfort zone is, whether it's watching reality TV or just you know working out seven days a week, um, it's important for people to implement other th- other habits that are going to promote positivity and and happiness. And just sitting on a couch and eating junk food, processed food all day, um, can make someone not feel that pride that's someone that gets off the couch for the three minutes because I'm doing a three minute um, uh, daily workout challenge with kids and I'm trying to promote it through parents because if they do it their children are gonna model them and um, children the first way we learn is through mimicking as soon as we're born and it's very important for parents to be responsible and lead through actions and it's really cool because I'm getting a lot of great feedback but uh, I was you know two years ago it was about awareness I didn't think this abundantly before two years ago um, two years ago I started listening to podcasts um, and then from there I, I realized that there's so much value out there that's for free and investing doesn't necessarily mean to put your money into something so what we all share in common is time and uh, what we do with that time is most valuable uh, whether it's the the wealthiest person or the poorest person, we all have that chance to um, make the most of our time. And I like to do it by listening to uh, podcasts that have um, improved my my mindset. Uh, it's really important that I, I've been listening to a lot of real estate podcasts. I listen to JLD and, and uh, EO Fire, and I listen to a number of other podcasts that have inspired me to be the best I can be. And, and it's all free. It's, I find it amazing how... When I tell people to listen to these um, amazing uh, free value podcasts, that more people don't do it, uh, and it's, it's a it kind of it's upsetting to me because I know that living an abundant uh, life means just um, a, par- a paradigm mind shift, and just it's it's just amazing in two years because I never thought uh, abundantly. I thought scarcity, and um, you know through this journey of life, it's kind of fun to you know change your mindset and be inspired by other people and uh, you know clearly being in this group has been amazing because now I'm around other people that are like-minded that have um, accomplished so much and and now it inspires me to do it in the mission and the passion that I have for working with kids helping out families um, being the best I can be um, and, you know, I think Gandhi said it best was that uh, um, be what you, oh, of course, I, I, I'm blowing this one, um, be the change you want to see in the world. And I just love that because it just, it just inspires me to be the best I can be so others, other kids, other families can be inspired by me. And I like when parents are good role models so they can inspire their children. It's so true. It really is. And nobody has any excuse at all anymore. Obviously, we don't have to speak to the audience here because they're listening to this podcast, obviously. And I thank you all for it. But you need to reach out and share 
this podcast and other podcasts with so many other people because the fact of the matter is, like Jim Rohn said and JLD ends every one of his episodes with, is you are, in fact, the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That's either physically right there in front of you every single day. Most of you are sitting at work and with you know, various people eight hours a day, some of them very negative, or they're just not where you want to be in life. You can pop in a headphone while you're sitting at the desk and listen to, you know, as long as you know, you're still getting to work, get the work done. I'm not advocating you don't get your work done. But the bottom line is this on your, com- on your commute back and forth, Listen to any one of five podcasts. Download them. Subscribe to them. They, the episodes automatically get downloaded to your device. And you listen to them on your way to and from work or on your commuter or just doing stuff around the house. It's an amazing way and a free way to get you know change your five people. Change the five that you spend the most time with. And here I am. I get this amazing opportunity to speak with people like Cord who's doing amazing things in the community and changing these young people's lives and getting the parents involved, which is, I know that's not simple to do. And at this point, Cord, what I'd like to do is, I know you've got a lot of great things going on, but I'd like to get into that kick in the gut moment that uh, I always like to get into this story, mainly because I like people to realize that Cord's got it together right now, as far as we can see. But somewhere along the line, there was that kick in the gut moment that, you know, he had to overcome. So I'd like to hear that story, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, well, I think it's just one of those things where um, sometimes you don't see the light because you're just so stuck in your mind. And I think the breakthrough was when I started listening to podcasts two years ago. Um, I, I came across one which is called Get Rich Education with Keith Weinhold. And it's amazing how one leads to another leads to another. Um, John Lee Dumas was on his program, and I was like, who is this firecracker? And then I started listening to him, and day after day I listened to him and and his energy. And before I know it, um, consciously and subconsciously, I was thinking more positively. I was thinking more abundantly, and I started believing in myself. I was like, it's kind of, you know, I was at Podcast Movement just a, a few short months ago in Chicago and you know when I see when I see all these other characters doing this I'm like I could pull this stuff off and um, I I also wanted to just kind of start my tribe but a lot you know I think there's stages of this and the first one was just becoming aware and um, once I started being around other or listening to podcasts that were oh no once I started listening to podcasts that were about abundant uh, being abundant I started to open my mind and um, that scarcity mindset kind of slowly went away. Um, I'm just thrilled to have the drive and constantly love learning. I love teaching. You know, you, the best the best way to learn is by teaching. And I also love um, kind of thinking outside the box. So uh, just being in this community. So I said the first thing is awareness and then I reconditioned my mind. And now it's like the implementation part. It's um, it's like the being uncomfortable part. And, you know, some things that you can do that are uncomfortable, um, as silly as what I did a couple of weeks ago after a couple of drinks is I did karaoke, which I promised I would never do. <laughs> and, you know, tra- you know, traveling abroad, which is un- very uncomfortable for a lot of Americans. And um, putting out videos on YouTube and, uh, you know, Facebook and Instagram is how I connected with you. So even though... 
it was a huge hurdle to get over and kind of just say I'm going to do this. I, you know, listening to myself and watching myself, it's still really uncomfortable. Um, but I'm getting better at it. And Big A would say because when I did a presentation, I did a presentation in front of them, and I did this uh, Stevie Wonder kind of walk back and forth. And I did these movements because I was so uncomfortable. But I think it was my year of uncomfortability that really has kind of driven me to get a platform for people to to get my message out there. Because when I'm working, I only do it for um, a few short hours a day. And I can't really touch as many people as if I'm online and using all these different platforms to get my message out there. And I think it's, I think it's an important message. And it's something I really like care about. I, I really want children to be able to find um, what they love, if it's music, if it's dance, if it's art. And um, I think parents really need to appreciate those things and not necessarily um, what their child isn't so good at or the, the C's or the D's that they get in school. Um, it's going to make your child more encouraged to uh, make their parents pr uh, proud and it, it just it just crushes me when children don't have confidence so um, yeah I don't know I, I think I went all over with you, you could see my ADHD right there <laughs> <laughs> no and, and you're exactly you're it was beautiful it was I absolutely loved it and the thing that I get out of that that I want men of abundance all of you out there to really hear and we talk about this over and over and over again but it again just proves it you have to get outside of your comfort zone you have to get uncomfortable he didn't you know cord wasn't comfortable doing these videos and putting himself out there but it's how i found him and that's how you're able to listen to him now and he put himself out there and it does get easier and you've heard me say this early on in this podcast if you've been paying attention and you've been around for all 45 at this point 45 episodes that have currently posted is I don't like the sound of my own voice and, but now I'm getting used to it I'm getting better in fact uh, it was Aaron who told me dude nobody likes the sound of their own voice it's you know it's just the way it is deal with it he's he, and he gave me some encouragement he said you 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 sound amazing I one of my neighbors actually that listens to my podcast she told me my voice is very soothing and I, she said mm -hmm. the thing she liked about my podcast was my voice I was like and I didn't tell her at the time I don't like my voice I just took it back I was like really wow that's kind of <laughs> odd you know <laughs> somebody really so you know just get over it get over yeah. it you know, I'm not telling you to go jump off a cliff. I'm not telling you to go skydiving. Right. I'm not telling you, but doing things like, I will tell you though, get outside the country, get a passport, at least get outside your own state, but get outside the country. It's amazing, amazing things happen to your mind when you go see how other people live, uh, even in another state, but definitely, definitely if you get a chance and take your kids, it's by far the best education you will ever give yourself and the best gift you will ever give your kids to get outside the country without a doubt no doubt it's 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 the best experience and it's so funny because uh I, i've been to europe a few times this past uh, year and a half and the the children's behaviors and the way that parents um work with their children or discipline their children um all around different parts of europe is so different than here mm -hmm. uh, it's and it's incredible how like i mean i'm just observant because i just love kind of you know people watching and all that but mm -hmm. Um, watching the way parents in Europe um, work with their children, it's it's so amazing how the, the, the children aren't coddled and the parents don't want to be best friends. 
Um, and I don't know what happened in America in the last couple of decades, but um, I'm not sure if what parents are doing, in, especially in the New York area, is what's best for the children um, in, the, in the earlier years. I understand being best friends with your, your children when they get back from college, but uh, it's, you know, there's, life is really hard and there's lots of struggles. And I think you know, sometimes children have to learn the hard way about you know just respect and appreciation and um you know technology has definitely played a huge role these kids mm -hmm. are on their ipads and um this and a lot of these kids do not even ride bikes and you know before what i was saying about five-year-olds who are curious and want to learn and they're not scared five-year-olds will jump on a bike but then if if they have no motivation to bike anywhere because everyone's so sheltered um, they don't learn and then their parents want them to learn by age eight and the children are so scared at the age of eight that um, they don't have confidence in the belief it's just it's really remarkable so I, I just encourage parents to get your kids out there have them climb trees let them let them learn fi by failing um, failing forward mm -hmm. is a very important thing as far as um, having a business um, being a child you and just living it's the part of the journey um, obviously we don't want them getting hurt but getting hurt means learning. Yeah, exactly. You know, one thing I want to point out about that is it's raining really hard right now. So you might oh, nice. hear that in the background. I so, do. <laughs> beautiful. So um, the I'll be at the park with my little guy. And, you know, he was like, ever since he was like five or six, he's seven now. But he would jump off the top, like off the top slide. He wouldn't like slide down the slide. He'd jump off the, when he's playing tag or something to evade the other children yeah. from touching him he would jump off the top and the other parents are going you know telling the, their kids you know don't do this don't do that you're going to get hurt slow down don't run you know be quiet don't scream you know i'm like goodness gracious let the kid play and it, one of them one parent actually told one mother actually told my son don't jump off the top because then my son's going to want to do the same thing i went over there and i said dominant or Dalton, I always get them mixed up. They're three Ds, uh, so I call them mm -hmm. D1, D2, and D3. <laughs> but I said, Dalton, <laughs> if you want to jump off the top of the slide, you can jump off the top of the slide. And I made sure that the mother heard me say that. I wasn't trying to be an a-hole about it. It's just I don't want. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, he's he's learning, and they're all learning together. And the other kids are going to learn from him. But I mean, I don't like to put those simple limitations on my kid and the other kids were so timid and I'm not saying I'm the best dad and I'm not saying that you know I'm not trying to make that up to be that way it's just in this particular case they were right. really limiting what their kids could do and they were putting them they were being that hover I guess they call it the hovering parent the hover parent yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's amazing because I think the the, the trust that you put in your child um, and they see that they're going to respond and be more respectful as as a as a result, I see a lot of children that are very oppositional, and it's because they, they, they're not trusted. And trust in business is important, trust with your family is important, and um, you, you have to give your child a little bit of trust in order for them to respect you and build a better rapport. It's very important. It is, absolutely. So at this point, Cord, we're going to pay it forward to Men of Abundance. Are you ready to do that? Let's do it. Hey Amen. Listen, there are many stresses 
throughout our day, throughout our life, and many of those stresses we cannot control. And actually, we create more stress in our life trying to control those stresses that we can't control. But there are a few things that cause stress in our life that we can control, one of which you're doing right now, which is controlling your mindset by controlling what goes into your mind. You're controlling your thoughts right now by listening to this podcast. Another thing that you can control is the stress that we put on our body by what we consume throughout the day. Many of us are running around from meeting to meeting. We're on the go. We'll stop and grab a quick snack, probably out of the vending machine or something like that, or something that's not very healthy. Well, one thing that I do and have been doing for almost six years now is every single morning I start my day off right with a superfood dense nutrition shake and I can hear all the groans and moans out there I'm telling you I did the same thing when I started drinking this stuff I fully intended on getting my money back because there's a 30-day money-back guarantee and I fully intended on getting every cent back so on the 28th day I had my blood work done again and my cholesterol my blood work everything was absolutely perfect as opposed to what it was 28 days prior This stuff has helped my family in so many ways. Everything from my esophageal reflux to my joint pain. Look, it's just dense nutrition that my body was not already getting, even though I was not eating terribly. I thought I was eating pretty good, but this stuff has some amazing stuff in it. And I'm not going to get into all the ingredients, but just to give you an idea. Shakeology has protein, amino acids, antioxidants such as camu camu, goji berry, which is extremely important because they help the body fight against degenerative aging and heart disease, high blood pressure. Shakeology also has phytonutrients, which greatly boosts your immune system. Shakeology also contains adaptogens such as ashwagandha and rashi mushroom, which is Ganoderma. This is the stuff that helps your body fight against that stress that we're talking about. Look, I can go on and on, and you're going to continue to be as skeptical as I was until you give this stuff a try yourself. The fact is your body can regenerate itself as long as you treat it right and you give it the proper nutrition that it needs. Shakeology is by far the healthiest meal of my day as well as that of my family because everybody in my family drinks Shakeology. And we have been for over six years like I already said. So if you want more information or you're just ready to order, go to menofabundance.com. Select resources at the top of the page. Then scroll down to health and fitness hacks and you'll see the Shakeology video right there and you can order right there from that page. Once you order from that link, I will be assigned as your personal coach and you can contact me with any questions about health and fitness that you have. And if I can answer them, I will. Now let's get back to the show. Perfect. So give our abundant leaders one to three actionable steps that they can take today. Um, I, first thing is, you know, it, it really comes down to wanting to learn. Uh, to invest in yourself is just listening to free podcasts that you're interested in. There's a million out there. There, well, three hundred fifty thousand, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's important for you to. <laughs> it's important for for one if they really care about having an abundant mindset to to put themselves out there and listen to an hour or maybe a little bit more each week on their commute. Um, another way to do it is start reading. Reading is amazing. I didn't start reading before this year. Um, as and as a result, I wasn't learning anything new, I, and that's part of also the uncomfortability part of this year, where I just I wanted to. I've read 25 books or something like that this year, and it's amazing because I'm imp- I'm not implementing them as well as I should be, but um, I'm I'm becoming more aware, and I'm trying to do things that I didn't do in the past. So I'd say reading, um, I'd say podcast, and I like TED talks. I think they're really inspiring. I and again, it's a free platform. 
um, and you know, waking up every morning and and saying to yourself how grateful you are to have all these simple things that we take for granted is is so helpful because it makes it so much harder after you it, when you do that on a continual basis it makes it so much harder to be depressed um, so I, I would recommend people just thanking the people that they're around and you know um, it's you know it's it's really it's really hard because people take things for granted and you know we this time on earth is so short and we take we don't really appreciate all the amazing things that we have so I, I, gratitude is something that I implemented and it's it's really paid off perfect what habits make up the biggest impact in your life uh, my morning routine I like to I wake up I read I, I get to a coffee shop before um, I get any text or look at any emails and then I get to the gym and I become more productive uh, get the blood pumping I feel better and it, it really does make me happy and it makes me feel good you know so and I and uh, feeling good mentally and physically you know, when you're a child you're like a rubber band you don't get hurt but you're, you're not as wise and right between the ages of 30 and 40 there's like a crossroads where the physical part goes down and the mental part goes up and um, it's just it's just important to me have to have a good uh, morning routine I dig that I like that you said that how you know right about middle ages when it starts to flip-flop that's a, that's very true we well, already mentioned quite a few books that you read quite a few books and I do love to read as well I don't take the time to read so I listen to a lot of audiobooks in fact I just finished uh, be obsessed or be average with Grant Cardone uh, and um, I'm already getting into the next one. So what book would you recommend to our Abundant Leaders and why? Okay, well, um, I love Think and Grow Rich. It's a, it's a game changer for me. Um, Napoleon Hill is, a, is in, incredible. I don't think he's really discussed as a philosopher or um, ha how influential he should be, and I'm shocked that um, children in high school don't have to read that as a requirement. Um, it just talks about determination and no matter what you do you just keep on going at it and you will get you will have an abundant life I, I, and I also love one thing about it and that says that most men don't figure out things or become successful until their 40s and um, you know he discusses uh, Henry Ford Abraham Lincoln uh, Andrew Carnegie and that was like a that was that really like uh, struck something with me because you know I'm getting to that age and you, there's no reason to give up you just take your wisdom and you keep on going and you enjoy the journey um, I would also say um, Outwitting the Devil which um, is also Napoleon Hill is a remarkable book mm -hmm. um, Napoleon Hill's family did not let him release that book until all his immediate family members were dead because they were scared about um, the church and, and the feedback and it was only released in 2012, even though he wrote it in 1936 or 37, I believe. So it's a really, it gives me goosebumps when I read it. So that's a really cool book that a lot of people haven't read, but I, I love it. And it talks about drifting. And um, unless we have goals and we're accountable and um, most people drift. And the, when you drift and you don't have written goals written down, you're not going to be accomplishing as much as you can. And then I'd say my last book would be Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, again, that's a paradigm shift and mindset completely um, realizing that 
perhaps your first house that you buy for your family isn't necessarily an asset. It's a liability because it, money comes out of your pocket. Um, I think I, I love those books. Uh, and uh, I mean, I could say a bunch of other books also, <laughs> but you know, it's amazing that I'm just, I'm, I guess I'm somewhat proud of myself for actually starting to read and, um, you know, just being uncomfortable and forcing myself to read in the morning, um, part of the routine for 45 minutes. Um, it beca- it established something where now it's a positive habit that I look forward to as opposed to something that I demanded upon myself in the beginning. Yeah, all excellent, excellent books. I've read every single one of them. In fact, I was going to say Outwitting the Devil just came out like four or five years ago, but I know it was written in the 30s, and that's an amazing book. So I will have those books listed in the show notes with links, as well as in the show notes. I want to share this really quick, and I just found this out, actually. I just realized I had this technology on my website. But everybody already knows, if you've been listening, I have timestamps in the show notes that you can click on that will take you directly to a point of interest uh, that you want to listen to in the show so you don't have to try to scroll back and forth and all this stuff just click on the timestamp it'll take you straight there at menofabundance.com and in this in any of the episodes but then the really cool thing is and this is something i'd appreciate it if you did i'm talking to listeners and i'm talking to you as well cord when you listen to one of these <laughs> uh there's a clamor button under in the in the podcast player and it's a red button that says clamor and when you click on that at that point th- that area that you wanted to listen to you can click on that it'll put a little time it'll put like a little clip and you can post that on clamor and you can choose to post it onto your facebook and Twitter if you have those accounts and you can change the if you want to you can change the little verbiage and whatnot but that will get this out there even more it's a really cool technology uh, and it pushes that audio clip out there it's really neat so anyhow I have one last question I have to ask you Cord and that is what does living a life of abundance mean to you first of all you just taught me a lot of things I was taking notes so note to self um, that is amazing stuff and I love the time you know, telling you where everything is. That's amazing stuff. Abundance means to me, it's its freedom. And um, just knowing that there's other like-minded people out there, um, become part of a mentor program, find someone that is where you want to be. And um, there's all these movies and, you know, sometimes you have to pay $10, $15 for it, but it's really worth it because once you start changing the people that you're hanging out with, um, and uh, the compound effect is another book, but mm-hmm. like after he talks about it, uh, I think it's Darren Hardy. He talks about 18 months after you start your implementation of your of your lifestyle changes and positive habits, you'll see significant differences. And for me, it's only been about 10, 12 months, and I'm already starting to see it turn. Where I'm believing in myself, my confidence has improved, and it's as a result of being with better people that are, are stronger willed and um, really want to have significance and success in this life. And um, just getting my story out there, even as uncomfortable as it is, is something that I, I'm actually waking up, I'm waking up each morning and I'm really pumped about doing my one minute uh, Instagram video about working out for three minutes each day and getting daily routines and just implementing positive things because you know, for the first 10 months when I was trying to be positive and, you know, get things on the right track, um, I was looking to people that were um, doing inspirational TED Talks and um, looking at quotes and things that just drive me to to be the best I can be. Everyone can do it 
it's free. Listen to podcasts, check out TED Talks, uh, meet with people that where you want to be. And, and everyone can do this. It will take a little time. And I think that's the most dis- discouraging thing. It, it's not overnight. It's not three weeks. It's, it's months and months. But it, keep the path. You're going to get there. And, and it's all about determination, just like Napoleon Hill said. Absolutely. Excellent. I love that. So we're going to close this up, Cord. And before we do, please leave us with a short parting piece of guidance and any way that we can reach you, watch your videos, uh, follow you on social media, and anything and all. Put all of that in the show notes as well. Well, thank you for um, just reaching out to me. I didn't realize how, you know, after 10 days I would get so much um so many people to say such nice things. You can see me on Instagram at Cords Kids. That's K O R D S uh, Kids K I D Z. And yes, my my mom tormented me with that name. That's my real name. Um, <laughs> so I was always called like <laughs> Extension and Bungie and. Um, but <laughs> it's Cords Kids and um, at on Instagram and um, my Facebook is Cord Angelucci. And I just think, just go out there. Anyone can do whatever they want to. They just have to change their environment and their and their friends. Absolutely. Very powerful what you just said there. Truly appreciate your time, man. I love what you're doing. I'm going to share all of those links and everything, guys, in the show notes so you don't have to write it down while you're driving or working out or doing whatever you're doing. Just go to menofabundance.com. Put cord in the search bar. So far, cord is the only cord that we've had on the show so far. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, it'll take you right to this episode, and you can just scroll down and check out the links and everything and all those timestamps I was talking about. Cord, I appreciate your time, and have an amazing day, man. You too. Thank you so much, Wally. All right. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye. All right, men of abundance, that's all I have for you today. I hope you truly enjoyed that conversation with Cord. And if you did, be abundant in your life today and share this information, share this podcast, share the Men of Abundance website with as many people as you see fit. Now go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.